Hey, yo, Jersey Judah back. This time it's the third episode of the day. I'm not using none of the sound clips or none of the, the soundboard that I have because my phone keeps crashing for whatever reason. Not really thrilled about that. It is 638. This is my third attempt on recording an episode. I am going to try to get through it as quick as possible. Uh, it's really fucked up because I, I kind of was really in the, I was in the mood to record, but then this fucking phone just works however it wants to work. So I'm not even going to try to make it fancy. We're going to get right down to the nitty gritty. Might as well call this a Monday night raw, real red pill edition of the crimson capsule chapel. I'm Jersey Judah. Welcome. Third episode of the day. If you didn't check out the last episode, it's less than an hour. You should check it out. The episode I did before that, I got cut off on the 48-minute mark, and then I jumped back in for like another 37 minutes, made one episode of that. Now we're going to go through uh, Shannon Sharp schooling Brittany Renner. Not sure. I mean, I've heard about this. Not 100%. And if we're able to get through that, hopefully we can go through... A 40-year-old leftover doctor. (laughs) I would turn my phone sideways, but my phone's also been known to stop recording over that as well. So let's just jump right into the fuckery. Let's jump right into the madness, the shenanigans. Shannon Sharp schools Brittany Renner. We're going to find out who's responsible. I know, actually, Manosphere highlights daily is responsible for the 40-year-old leftover doctor. So I'm a, I'm only going to assume please act right is responsible for this video. I can be wrong. Dennis. Incorrect. Let me see something. Okay, both videos are from Manosphere Highlights Daily. Let's jump in. Dennis, are you there? At your service, sir. Give me some of that dating foolishness. Will do, sir. Why would you do it, Brent? Why? Well, you're not my man. What the, he, what the he, was, he was trying to be, you ruined it. No, he wasn't my guy anyway. Well, no, no, he was trying to be your guy. You ruined it. You say you want true love. But, okay. Welcome to Manosphere Highlights Daily. When this video appeared in my recommended videos, my first thought was, no, Uncle Shay Shay, what are you doing? But then it became clear, interviewing the agent of chaos, Brittany Renner, will definitely get you views. But you can also utilize the agent of chaos. Listen, man, I don't care how you feel about Brittany Renner. If Brittany Renner, if if you had an opportunity to interview Brittany Renner, you will interview Brittany Renner. Period, man. Let's cut the bullshit out. It's like how women, women, how women feel about Tate. They may not like Tate, but if they can get Tate on their platform, they'll probably jump right on it, even if it is to try to assassinate his character. I liked, I liked the interview. I didn't see all of it, but I liked the interview that uh, Candace Owens did with Andrew Tate. Although I felt. It was kind of a push for Candace Owens. And what I mean is some 
people are trying to get Andrew Tate to be sort of this conservative representation of man. He's not even a traditional representation of man, but they would like to have that. It's almost like how Brittany Renner was on Pearly Things, just Pearly Things, uh, thing for a while. And it almost seemed as if she was going to start working with her more. Because if you think about it, it would only contradict it would only contradict Pearl Davis. It wouldn't contradict Brittany Renner. She is what she is. She talks about it. It's an example to educate others about what to be cautious of. That's exactly what Coach Prime did. Remember? You graded what I'm you just did. supposed to be some Instagram stuff, but here I am talking to Shannon Sharp. So you so You gotta listen to me! So you graded what you do? I certainly am. And Shannon Sharp is doing the same thing. That's why the focus of this video is how Shannon Sharp conducts the interview and the question. Not a fan of Shannon Sharp. Not a fan of a lot of the ESPN sports talk guys. Just never was. Um, what's up, Stephen A. Smith? I like I like the shit he talks about when he talks about it. Um, of course, when he goes into uh, reparations, that's kind of when I tune out. But it's weird to see these people sort of step outside of what they're used to doing. I mean, Shannon Sharps ha has been doing new has been doing sports for years, right? And just to hear him talk about something else, it's almost like uh, was it Deion Sanders that had the conversation with Brittany Renner as well? It's almost like Deion Sanders. It's like out of all people to talk to Brittany Renner, Deion Sanders, Shannon Sharp, what the? He asked about dating, which provides valuable insight into determining whether a woman is of high or low quality. Make sure you watch the full video. The link is in the description. Let's get it. Now it's time for us to get into this and do what we gotta do. Because we many, we... We many, we... But did, you, but, did, but did you think... Did I think about the ramifications yes. of telling people that I had sex with multiple men? Yes, I don't care. It's the truth. If you don't, if you don't see me as a potential dating person, then great. One less heart to break. Let's be honest. The way that 80-20 works, there's a chance that 80% of men see Britney Renner for what she is, which is why they're not interested in Britney Renner. That's how that works. It's like the guy... It's like the guy on a on a large spectrum, right? It's a guy who's only making fifty thousand a year. He can be the quote unquote nice guy. He can be a good guy, but if women are interested in him, women are interested in him. The difference is, women will come up with excuses of why they're not interested in him. They won't be direct. Oh well, he just ain't making enough. Not my type. Whatever. A guy will say, oh, yeah, Brittany Renner is attractive. She is attractive, but she is promiscuous. And it ain't just me saying it. It's her saying it. That's why I like talking about Brittany Renner, because I'm not saying anything bad about her that she isn't already saying about herself. It's just me reminding you in the same way that I always do, where women expose themselves, modern women exposing themselves. 
leave me alone, and I'm gonna continue to leave but my you, but, but you do understand, Brittany, that's hard for me. Look, like you said, public versus private. Now, if you and I having a conversation, and we're, you're sitting there here, we have a conversation, and you say, well, Shannon, I slept with this many men. Okay, that's one thing. That's between you and I. But to have that conversation, and then everybody, Sam, John, and everybody else knows it, that's a whole different, that's a whole different, that's a whole different ballgame, Brittany. And he's talking about He's talking about the reputation that comes with that. You see what I mean? Like, it's not just her owning up to it and her saying she's sleeping around with guys and she's had her fun and all this. It's the guys that she ends up dealing with who has to take on that reputation that she has. It makes the guy look foolish for being in that relationship and interaction to begin with. Moving on. That's fine with me. I mean, I feel that. But see, that's selfish because all you're thinking about is you. Of course. What about him? Of course. He's got to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Get her, Uncle Shay Shay. Get her. Uncle Shay Shay. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Shay Shay. I will call Donald Trump. I will. I will shout out to Doc Rich. He black. Oh, he a black. I'll I'll call Donald Trump Uncle Trump before I use the term. Uncle Shay Shay. That sounds suspect. He has the privilege to be with me. <laughs> okay. Because you know how many women you've slept with? Brent, that's... You know how many women oh, you slept I'm, with? I'm yes the, or no? I'm doing the interview. Do you know how many women you slept yes. with? Yes. Double digits? It's also something else to be mentioned about Brittany Renner in this particular interview. She's not really different than how she was on the last podcast that we went over that she pretty much destroyed the set of throwing water bottles at niggas. All this hood booger, hood booger behavior. Fucking hood booger, hood rat characteristics. She's with uh, Shannon Sharp. I mean, it's not that she's she's loud, but she's naturally loud. But you can tell when she's loud, she's not being what's the word I'm looking at? She's not being um, she's not being confrontational per se. She's just being loud. Like she ain't being loud to try to get smart with him. She's just being loud compared to her. And like I said, I went through a tier list, right, of just. Brittany Renner's appearances. Her A, her A level, like her A level interview was with Kevin Samuels. He did late Kevin Samuels, right? That was A tier because she was on her best behavior. She was still talking retarded shit, but she wasn't yelling or doing anything like that. Then come to find out, uh, Kevin Samuels was fucking with her at one time. So then there, that was, there is the biased, I mean, depending on how you look at the situation. I won't consider the fresh and fit. I would consider fresh and fit to be like C tier interview because she really went on there and kept the same energy. She actually made Myron Gaines look foolish, to be honest, which by the way, isn't that hard to do, but she still accomplished that. Then you would have 
just pearly things. Both both C tier interviews. She went on there. She made her point. She talked about this. She talked about that. Solid enough. Then with Andrew Tate on the show, on the uh, Pearly Things show, she was really on her best behavior. You see what I mean? This here would be, I would say, D tier because she is getting loud and problematic and she ain't really making much sense. But the uh, what's that podcast called? I don't even remember the one that she was on when she was throwing shit. That's F tier. So we went through like five, like five podcasts, right? Like each tier. But this one, it can go either way. Triple digits. Here we go. Sitting back in this position. Double or triple. I'm the interviewer. Are you at the interview? I can't ask any questions? You can ask questions. Okay, so but when you have your podcast, invite me on and you and I have this conversation, okay? Now, I just want to say, I hate these celebrities that have podcasts for a multitude of reasons. Here's one of the reasons. Regardless of how you're looked at, it's always going to be the next tier down. You're not going to pull Joe Rogan numbers, right? You're not going to really build a brand off of a podcast. Only a few people do it. So when you've already been on screen, you've already been in the entertainment business, and then you fall back to do a podcast. It almost makes you look like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It just it just bothers me. There was like a time where like a lot of podcasts were coming out, but as soon as they came out, they wouldn't last. And that was the one thing I wasn't trying to do, regardless of how many people I was going to consistently continue talking my shit right but you have these washed up rappers see me i love being a regular basic ass nigga because i can say shit like this i don't have people that i have to answer to like that i don't got people breathing down my neck making sure i'm not doing this not doing that i do what the fuck i want but because i do what i want it doesn't mean that i'm reckless it doesn't mean that i'm careless per se when i tell people i don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck in a sense that that situation doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. Me talking about what I have to talk about or what I want to talk about doesn't bother me like the opposition. A liberal that comes on and says ban all weapons. That doesn't bother me. I disagree with it, but it doesn't bother me. I don't want to see that person censored. I don't want to see that person canceled or silenced because I disagree with them. I just expect the same thing in return to be continued only have these conversations if you're doing a podcast or something like that because you're wasting your freaking time absolutely you're not gonna talk any sense into these delusional women he said it and which is why i podcast isn't that something when i first started podcasting on the subject of dating relationships even before the manosphere before the red pill Back in my Jersey Judas uh, PSA days, I realized that and I understood why so many guys talk about what they talk about and why they're so passionate. They can't be passionate with women about these subjects face to face. They wouldn't know how to handle it. But I have had moments where 
I just, I just said what needed to be said. And it was kind of like, it was one of those moments where it's like, you see people do fucked up shit. You see people do fucked up shit and you kind of just sit back and go, damn, that's fucked up. Or you see them do fucked up shit to other people. And it may not be people that, you know, or even people you're cool with. So you're like, whatever, that's fucked up. But that ain't my people's. But then if it happens to a friend or a family member and you confront them about it, like, yo, I see what you've done to such and such. You're not going to be doing this to my people's. It changes for them. Because they want they want to continue doing what they're doing and they don't want other people to know what they're doing. So even if so even if somebody's on some racist shit, right, like white guy going, oh, man, we're going to keep we need to keep the country white and all this shit. I'm not with canceling that motherfucker. I can give a fuck about the person, but I can I can give a fuck about the person so little that I don't want him canceled or silenced because he says something offensive. When you say something, it's almost like most people don't live by a word. Like most people don't live on their word. And it's important not to. And I'm going to tell you why. You, You being a person who stands on your word, when you deal with people that don't, they'll look at you as the problem. It's like with with society today, you can't be honest about things because being honest to an extent is offensive. If I said something like, and I've, I've used this example with people when I have conversations with people about anything, uh, especially politics. If a white person tells me, that most of the crimes in the black community are perpetuated to blacks from blacks. I'm not going to get offended by that because that's honesty. That's what's actually happening. It's those people who only think they're they're only concerned about being lied to are being told, oh, it is the white man. The white man's after you. The white man's the devil, whatever. White man goes and tells you that the problems in your community is the people within your community. You call them a racist. But if they were truly a racist, they would have just let you destroy yourselves. They wouldn't try to inform you. They wouldn't try to better you and, and give you insight. But I don't give a fuck on that talking point, meaning... It doesn't affect me either way. I'm going to still talk about what I talk about. I'm still going to support who I support. And I'm still going to have the same nine times out of ten, the same opinions about a lot of these modern women. You heard what she said. A man has the privilege to be with her. Brittany Renner truly believes she is highly regarded or considered valuable in some way. And keep in mind, she is valuable in some way. Now, it's not the way that she would want to be valuable for. We'll let you use your imagination when it comes to that. A clue to this would be some of those holes could be filled. That's all I'm going to say. Some of those holes 
could be filled. Most guys say, you know, Brittany Renner is this, she's that. The one thing that she isn't is unattractive. She's not unattractive. If Brittany Renner, if you have somehow were to run into Brittany Renner or a woman who looks like Brittany Renner and acts like Brittany Renner, y'all would pipe. I myself included. Are you kidding me? I'd pipe. Would I tell friends about it? No. Would I be caught on Instagram laid up with the bitch? No. But I would pipe. Not a popular thing to say, but I'm not necessarily that popular to begin with. But outside of her attraction, outside of the beauty that she does have as a woman, she is of no use to most men. Why? Because most men don't want promiscuous women. And guess what, ladies? Most of those men aren't promiscuous themselves. Men have a right to say that they don't want a woman who's been around if they're not a man who's been around. Now, if you're a guy, you have five or six women in your rotation and you claim to not want a loose woman. Uh, Sounds stupid and retarded. That's just my opinion. And when women say, well, all these men want traditional women and now a lot of those men are traditional. That's bullshit. Most men are traditional in nature. Most men are still providers. Most men are still protectors of women. Most men still have that responsibility to get up, go to work, better themselves and be based and judged on a performance level. It, it really, realistically, even back in the caveman days, even back in the, the 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 hunters and gatherer days, that is as traditional as you can get as a man. Outside of going out there and sleeping with a bunch of women, if you're a man who's only who's only been in probably no more than a handful of relationships, and those are long term relationships. And you don't seek multiple women, you're more traditional than you think. Now, that's not a bad thing, but you got to look at the environment and you got to look at it on a geographical level. You got to look at the atmosphere. Are women really looking for traditional men? Maybe. But when they're 35 to 40 and they can't they can't they can't uh, give birth to children. They can't start families. A lot of these women were loosey-goosey 10 years back, 15 years back, throwing it back at the club, taking taking shots, taking shots back to back, getting five-star sperm splashed, hopping on the cock carousel, going into the demolition derby of dicks and getting demolished. They do that. Those traditional guys will only be seen as retirement guys, the retirement plan man, right? She sees that guy and goes, well, he's still nice, which let's be honest. Do women really want nice men? No, they don't. They do not. Their attraction, their their straight up like lust and temptation is not based on a man's kindness. I will say that. This is why a lot of women use a man's kindness for weakness or confuse both 
So they see a nice guy being noble. They see a nice guy being chivalrous. And they think that that guy is a square or he's a sucker or he's a lame. And most of those guys aren't. That's just how they are. But it's their it's the women's perception that really sort of judges the man's performance and how the man achieves where women try to get away with not being judged by their parents, but a parents will always be a woman's burden. If a woman wants a six figure man, she has to have something that compensates or she has to have a level of traits and characteristics that can really even the score for her. All right. Based. All right. Just just off the top, you know, dropping jewels, spitting facts. That a relationship with her is seen as an honor Mm -hmm. or benefit. The foolishness. But you can understand that you say because I like sex, like you. Whoa, Whoa, Rick, Rick. Because I like sex. Yeah, she yeah, she's unstable. This is a woman, and I'm not even trying to be funny about this at this point. Now it's kind of it's kind of fucked up and pathetic. Here's a woman who goes from platform to platform. She has a name, although the reputation of the name is uh, dicey, to say the least. Trying to prove to other people that she likes having sex. What's the big deal? Well, if it wasn't such a big deal, you wouldn't be talking much about it. You would have let whatever answers he would have asked just say, it is what it is. You like sex. Yeah, you have sex with a lot of men. Yeah, you're open about it. And the thing is, whether people like Brittany Renner or not, I have to give her that much credit. She's women like her. <coughs> like I said, she's more a lot like she's a representation of modern women. Right. <coughs> She's ruined her own reputation. No man will ruin her reputation more than she ruined herself. She's her worst enemy. I say all this. I say all this to say that for women like Brittany Renner, there really isn't any coming back. She almost depends on finding a man so that she can try to hide from all of her things that she's done in the past. That's why she gets so triggered when men question her about her past. But the thing is, she has no right to get offended because she's openly talked about these things on Instagram Live, on TikToks, on whatever fucking, um, whatever platform, whatever app she has a chance to talk about it on. There he is. We're up and we got boom. I don't give a... I don't care. And I'm saying you can understand why people will find that hard about true love because they're looking at it. True love is not what you're looking, but what you're saying, what you're selling doesn't seem what, like what true love. What am I selling? What am I selling? Well, I mean, when you go on and you in your car and you say, well, I had sex with three men. Yeah, he's about to expose her as he should. Now, I may not like this guy, but if he drops some, if he drops some science, he drops science. See, matter of fact, let me bring that back real quick, because there was something that I wanted to point out before that. Hold up. Truly believes she is highly regarded or considered valuable in some way, and that a relationship with her is seen as an honor or benefit. The foolishness. 
But you can understand that you say Because I like sex like you? Whoa, Brit. Whoa. Because I like sex? Because I'm curious. We're biked up and we got boom. I don't get it. You notice how she toned down, though. <clears throat> that's the that's the one thing I noticed. Like, wait a minute, she toned down pretty quick. She toned down pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And why people will find that hard about true love because they're looking at it. True love is not what you're look, but what you're saying, what you're selling doesn't seem. What, like what true am love I selling? It. What am I selling? What? You're selling sex. <clears throat> That's what I would have said. Ma'am, you're selling sex. You're not selling sex directly. Like you're not you're not a literal prostitute, but your body your body is for sale. You pretty much said it. You seek the high value men. You seek the man with all the money. And if you can't get what you want from them, you'll try to expose them, but in return, expose yourself, AKA women telling on themselves. I mean, when you go on and you in your car and you say, well, I had sex with three men. That was back in 2018, okay, okay, okay. by the way. 2018, five years ago. So what does that post to mean? Is that like something, oh, it's been five years. Forget about that. You slept with all those men five years ago. Ah, eh, not a big deal. You know a guy that's going to go for that? A simp, a beta. If I had the sound effects, I would have played them, but I'm not trying to have this shit crash. We're already close to 30 minutes in. Those are the only guys that will excuse that type of behavior. And that's because they have a lack of what they want in her. You see what I mean? It's like, it's like, if... If you are homeless, right? If you're homeless, you don't have anything. You don't have nowhere to stay. You have nothing. You have the streets. If someone says, hey, man, I got, I got a tent. I got this tent. Matter of fact, I'll have it set up on the, in the back, the back of my house, a big tent, a nice tent. You can stay in there. And then maybe tomorrow I'll bring you some food, whatever. I'll make sure you're straight. If that person says a tent, you got to be kidding me. Those people are pieces of shit and they deserve to be homeless. God forgive me for saying that, but I felt that that's necessary and needed to be said. It's that mentality of you won't you won't settle for something that will benefit you. Women don't realize that when they settle, they benefit men who settle. They don't benefit. And naturally, men have to settle. The man is realistic enough not to reach for the stars. You understand? Women live on Mars. Bars. And even me saying bars was bars because everything rhymed. I'm black. But that ass. Men don't like. I remember growing up and. My thing was. All of most of the women that I was attracted to either played games or just weren't attracted to me, right? It wasn't until I simply like I fall back and I go, fuck it. I don't I don't give a shit about it and kind of just move on in life to where whatever the stars aligned, the planets aligned, the moon and the stars, whatever. 
and women started seeing me. Right now, most guys aren't going to experience that. They're going to crash and burn several times and then they might meet a woman. And then because of the fact that they're just beaten up emotionally, you got to think of that. Men are actually physically beaten up emotionally by the time they reach like 18, 19. And that's if they've socialized with women, dated women, made out with women, did shit like that. The guys, the guys who have like the very least experiences, they're like almost in a separate world. They're like, when you play video games, there's different versions of the video game, right? If you play online, there's servers. Most of the time, US server, server in Asia, EU for Europe, and a few others, right? They're in another world that's not even looked at. It's a world that very few people pay attention to, but it's a world that's growing at an alarming rate. And that world consists of thirsty but sexless young men. Thirsty but sexless young men. If you've already fucked a bitch... And I got to be I got to be blunt when I say this. If you've already fucked the bitch and like you've been in a relationship with it's not just a woman that you just smashed and moved on with. You kind of understand the concept. There's sex is a concept. It's a concept that involves pleasure. But it also involves principle. The principle is should be withheld by the women. Because for, for men, sex is pleasure, right? Now, that being said, most men wouldn't, wouldn't, even if they had the opportunity to just go out there and sleep with a bunch of women, they would rather just hang out with one and have sex with another or something like that. Most guys don't want, and most guys can't, it's not that they can't afford it. They wouldn't be able to handle being with two women, three women at a time. Some guys, they can, you know, to each his own. Me personally, I don't even have the care and consideration for one. Now, I'm not an asshole. I'm not saying anything negative about women. That's just how I personally feel about most modern women today. And to try to go through and see which one is different out of all the prototype schizoids and thought bots, it's a waste of time, energy, and resources. All right, I'm here. No man, no woman can outrun their past because all it does is makes you tired when it catches up with you. So what you did in 2018, people still know about it in 2023. So this notion that you said, well, it happened five years ago, it happened 10 years ago. People have what they call the internet. People have what they call memory. Mm. Damn! Damn! Preach, Uncle Shay Shay, preach! So, number one, this is almost common sense. So I'm not going to stay on this subject for much longer or on this video, really. 
and the reason being that it's common sense, right? What do I talk about little old me, right? A nobody, right? What do I talk about when it comes to OnlyFans women, right? The instant gratification and the short-term benefits, the money, the bag, and not paying attention to the long-term consequences, the reputation, your name being out there on the web, X, Y, and Z. What he's saying is no different than what any other nigga would say, but because, as this man says, he's Uncle Shay Shay, he's spitting facts. That was pure gold, but you're dealing with a Jezebel. Preaching uh, doesn't work. Uh, Therefore, Uncle Shay Shay is not talking to her. Shlut. He's talking to us. A woman's past matters. Getting to know a woman's past is like reading a book before you decide to become a part of her future. Now pay attention to this useful and needed information, fellas. Who God designed for me, none of that matters. So I don't care about all these people yapping about what I'm not going to get. So was she so the man let's let's just be realistic here if we're being biblical uh the man that God placed upon you was the man that impregnated you and that you fucked up on that's the man because you had a child with that man God over man man over woman woman over children. That was the guy, <laughs> in other words, Brittany Renner, that was the guy that God placed in front of you. The guy that splooged inside of you and that made you a mother. But because you can't act, you can't be on your best behavior, you got, you got, you got left aside. Now you're a single mother, loud and problematic, worse than where you were before because that was before you were 30. Oops. Hitting the wall. High speed impact. Because if I wasn't going to get it, it wouldn't be on my heart. If I wasn't going to get it, I would not have been, I would not be experiencing the dark side of this coin. Shut. And that's why... The world will bear witness Uh-oh. to true love. Cute. And they will become my footstool. And they will have to see this woman. This is my this is my whole mission statement. Okay. I'm gonna tell the truth and still get everything I want. And they're gonna watch me. I mean, you could have lied and gotten most of what what you wanted, but the problem was you told on yourself. She would have been better off playing the innocent role while doing all the shit behind the scenes. But bitches can't help themselves. They gotta tell on themselves. They have to. It's really just a part of their nature. When you realize how certain women are just vindictive and they'll take years sometimes. And I mention this every chance I get. Because it's, it's a situation I usually deal with at least twice a year. You always have those ex-girlfriends, right? 
And these ex-girlfriends, they come back every now and then. When they see that you're making progress and you're doing things, they want to try to ease their way back into your life. And it's like, once you know what they're all about, you can just pull the plug. Like, no, not interested. Just pull the plug. There's, there's no point. Like, and those women know what they're doing. And those were the women that made the exit. See, this happens because when a woman leaves, as a man, you say nothing in return. You tell them, you bid them their their fa- their farewells, and you keep it pushing. You don't sit back and try to win the woman back. Whatever decision she made is whatever decision she made. You can't you can't control how a woman feels. Fucking R and B singing ass Negroes, niggas is singing ballads, trying to get bitches back. Thoughts, treacherous, despicable, out of pocket behavior. That's what they do, though. That's them. That's that's their jam. Like, literally, that's what they... R&B singing, uh, boys to men, lip singing ass Nick. Like, come on, stop it. Sick of them. No better than these sluts whatsoever. See, the thing about me and the thing about the men that I represent, we're about accountability. Have I fucked up in life? Tremendously fucked up. (laughs) I fucked up on a astronomical level, on a fucking Olympian level. If I had medals of all the times that I fucked up, you know what I'm saying? I would, I would look like just, I would look like a superhuman, all the trophies of all the fuck ups I made in life. But the big difference between me and a lot of other men Immediately fucked up. I took accountability. Now, because I take accountability doesn't necessarily make my situation better, but it makes my outlook better. Meaning. If I fuck up on something and I'm solely responsible, I'm going to take that L. I'm not going to come up with excuses. And at the same time, I'm going to prevent myself from making the same mistakes moving forward. There's not much emotion. There may be disappointment, but you can handle disappointment without getting emotional, without getting angry. You take a loss. You say, okay, shit happens. It's like sports. You know what I mean? But I think Brittany Renner, because I'm I'm done with this. I'm done with this uh, video. We got we got another Manosphere highlights daily video to go through, but that's like 30 something minutes long. We're definitely not playing all of that. Just like we didn't play all of this. Um, the thing with Brittany Renner, like I said, she's a, she's more self-destructive, meaning she's more of a problem to herself. Like I said, if you're going over a woman's reputation, And where a woman's reputation falls off, right? Where a woman really falls off, goes to the deep end, doesn't find her way back. You would have to mention people like Lana Rhodes, who Lana Rhodes, like I said before, I don't care. She 
See, because this is how I see it. <clears throat> a woman, for a woman to be attractive, that's almost just luck. You understand me? Like, and I mean, like, her genetics and shit, like, that's just almost luck in a sense. I got to move this car. I'm black. But that's almost, that's almost luck. You understand? Like, for a woman to just be attractive in a sense that her looks gets her sort of the the treatment. Like, her looks gets a reaction from men. To me, a woman being attractive is just like a woman being attractive. Like, it's not, it's not compared to somebody who has legitimate skill and talent. Now, of course, this is two situations because a lot of guys are visual and if they'll just get a chance to get an attractive woman, regardless of how stupid she may be, not saying that attractive women are stupid, but I'm saying even if she was not the sharpest knife in the drawer, guys would probably uh, still deal with the airhead. Now, luckily for me, although a lot of the women that I dealt with were considered unstable, in my opinion, these bitches are fucking entities. These bitches, bitches were demonic. Uh, I'm, be, I'm joking a little bit, kind of. Uh, these bitches had sense. Do you understand? Like, they weren't dumb. They just did stupid shit. And they get mad when you point out the fact that they did some stupid shit. Oh, wow. You're just you're just gaining up on me. Like, how? What are you talking? Like, I just had like a PTSD moment. Like dealing with these bitches give you like just the battle scars, just the war stories dealing with these women. It's like you bring up a subject and it's like I'm almost mentally back in that situation. Literally, it's like PTSD. I'm not even joking. I don't have to play by your guys' rules. I do my way. Yeah. Let's take it a step. That's it. I'm done. I don't even care. She's doing shit her way. She said it. She want to be a hoe, she be a hoe. That's what she said. Pretty much. Power phrasing, of course. Get rid of that shit. They had this shit listed as 52 minutes total. What the? I ain't going through all that shit. It's 725. I'm trying to be done this bitch by 815. Right? So we might actually go through most of this video. Um, I want to get to the title of it. Hopefully this does not stop running like it did before. Uh, 40-year-old leftover doctor, Jen, whatever her name, exposes how she became leftover. Okay. So, 40-year-old leftover, washed up, despicable mess. It's like, how many fucking times do I have to give examples? 60-year-old bitch, completely pathetic, lost. 50-year-old bitch, completely pathetic, lost. Still complaining about men. Men gotta do better. Men gotta step up. Bitch, you can't go back. You can't be as attractive as you used to be. You are taking the loss. The men aren't taking the loss. The man who stays to himself or the man who goes overseas takes zero losses. I want to I want to address this. 
guys who are going their own way, guys who aren't communicating with women like that, guys who are still working, guys who are still going to the gym, guys who are still productive, complete opposite of most of the modern women, counterproductive, absolutely dis- disrespectful, disgraceful, and have no common courtesy. Why does a guy have to take on that as, as something worth to like marriage 80% of women filing for divorce these aren't cooked up numbers I said 70% I was incorrect I actually verified and checked and it's actually 80% of women who are filing for divorce so uh yeah what are are guys fucking going out there and even thinking about marriage for right because you still got bitches that will try to shame men to stay in the States, shame men to not get passports and leave, shame men to stay in the States and get rejected and have bitches that don't want to deal with them. It's like the guys aren't even thought of until the man leaves. But anyway, 40-year-old leftover broad. Let's get it. Dennis, are you there? I just said this, sir. Give me some of that dating foolishness. Will do, sir. The fact that I wasn't married. And I remember specifically talking to my mom being like, why didn't I take this seriously? Why didn't I make better decisions? And I started thinking back to all the guys I dated being like, oh, should I go back? Maybe he was one. Why did I, you know, and, and I tortured myself crucified myself because I said how could you not have taken this seriously what did you do you let all this time pass and now you're almost 40 and what the what the flip Oy. how did we get here Oy. because all of a sudden I was approaching 40 and my parents were like you need to freeze your eggs I was like yeah freeze them oh my god oh my lord freeze them eggs welcome to Manosphere Highlights Daily Shout out to Mr. Rulela. Rulela. I hope. Rulela. Rulela. Show your name, brother. This is his <laughs> message. Hello, sir. Hope you're doing well. I found this link on Facebook. In my opinion, she is simply trying to justify hitting the wall. Conan. Unfortunately, the wall is merciless. Eliminate. I think that's what you meant instead of merciless, right? <laughs> Mr. Rulela, salute. Thank you for the video. Cooning. For those who don't know who Dr. Jen is, let's have her introduce herself. Okay, so you all know I'm Dr. Jen Cottle. I'm a family doctor. Um, I see patients. I teach medical students and residents, but I also do a lot of on-air television work. So I go on Fox News, CNN, HLN, Dr. Oz, Rachel Ray, you name it, talking about health all the time. And I have my own series here on YouTube called the Be Your Own Doctor series. You guys know that because... Well, you just know that because you're my peeps. You know, my peeps. You may not know that. Corny, corny ass white women. You know, these fucking libs. All right, let's face it. If I'm to if I'm to guess what side of the aisle she uh, stands on, I'm going to assume it's the left. OK. Only assuming here. Only in a. Only a uh, assessment, if you will. Um, I'm also a single girl. Yes, oh. honey. Yes. Let's. Um, okay. Well, that's a conversation for another day. But. <laughs> but she sound, did, did she not just sound like a 
Oh, how can I say this without being a tranny? Did she not? Did she just sound like a tranny for a section? You know how you know how they kind of try to emulate women. Did she not have that voice? Can we bring this back? We're gonna have to bring it back. Cause I didn't. I, I'm not tripping. I don't even have sound effects to play. I'm not even playing. I think this bitch. This bitch is bugging. Hold up. Hold up. Hello, sir. Hope you're doing well. I found this link on. on Facebook. In my opinion, she is simply trying to justify hitting the wall. Unfortunately, the wall is merciless. I think that's what you mean instead of merciless, right? <laughs> Mr. Rulela, salute! Thank you, Rulela. Rulela. you don't know who Dr. Jen is, what the? let's have her introduce herself. Okay, so you what all the? know I'm Dr. Jen Cottle. I'm a family doctor. Um, I see patients. I teach medical students and residents. But I also do a lot of on-air television work. So thought, I go on thought, to CNN, thought, HLN, Dr. Oz, Rachel Ray, you name it, talking about out. health all the time. Lived and out. I Absolutely lived out of her fucking mind. She's a lunatic, dude. Watch. My own series here on YouTube called the Be Your Own Doctor series. I mean, you guys know that because, well, you just know that. My peeps. You're my peeps. My no, peeps. My, my niggers. She, she, like, imagine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yo, look, man. That shit would be hilarious. Like, that has to be a routine. <coughs> like a comedy sketch where it's just like a white person, like a white, like liberal woman. Like, I know those people. The coloreds. They're right there. Yeah. Those are my niggers. I mean, um, nigger, niggas. Is that how you say it? Niggas. <laughs> niggas. <laughs> my niggas. Right? My peeps. You, she was better off saying nigger, dude. Like, that's, that's offensive. She was just better off saying the N-word, dude. I'm not even joking. At, um, I'm my also peeps. a single girl. Yes, honey. Yes. Let's... Uh... See that? Tranny. Shit, bitch sound like a tranny. <laughs> bitch sound like a tranny. Sound like a transformer, dog. What the? Gonna be a no for me, dog. Bitch sound like a trans am. You dig? Bitch sounds like a transformer. Like I said, it sounds, sounds like a transformer. A transistor. Okay? <laughs> Gotta talk slang here, dog. This bitch sound like a fucking. Come on, man. This bitter old bitch. Well, that's a conversation for another day. But, <laughs> but we're going to have this conversation today. Eliminated. I just want to say that this is not a diss video. Oh, repeat, stop it. This is Cook not her. a diss. Cook the bitch already. Stop with the bullshit. See this whole, this is YouTube. This is niggas tap dancing. No disrespect to Manos Fair Highlights Daily. But this is an example. Niggas be tap dancing. Be walking on eggshells, man. I don't do that shit. Fuck these people. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a roast this hoe. That's what I'ma do. Good cop, bad cop. And fair use, by the way. You dig? <laughs> I'm good cop, bad cop. And 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 I'm not cutting nobody any slack. Alright. These bitches are facing hard time. They're dealing with me. They're facing hard time. Okay? Video. It's intriguing because it fits well with the previous video about rich leftover women in China. China. So this is actually the Western China. version of a leftover woman. China. Dr. Jen is a 40 plus year old I think it was, I think it was Shengyong. <laughs> Shengyong. That says leftover women in uh, 
Chinatown language. You feel me? Chongyong. Woman who is a millionaire and can't find her husband. Fuck him. And in this video, she says some disturbing things that are not helpful. Good. But she does provide great insight into how women keep women single. Well, so before we get to that part of the video, Ho -ass, we have Ho -ass to take you bitch. on a journey. Her video okay. is pretty much a self-explanatory video. Uh, so we're going to let her speak without interrupting much. And we'll let Dennis help us with some of the key points to watch boy. out for. Let's get it. Now it's time for us to get into this and do what we gotta do. Did, did we? Did we hear? Okay, never mind. We went through a video. Same content creator in the last video. My bad. So this is a topic that actually for a long time was very, very sensitive for me. And uh, if if my younger self uh, would have told me that, or if, if my younger self knew that I was going to talk about not being married and being over the age of 40, I think I would have freaked out because it's often been very sensitive. You know, many of you guys ask me, um, and rightfully so, you know, are you married? Do you have children? What's your deal? Are negative, you dating? It's negative, negative, totally negative, negative, question, right? negative, 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 <laughs> a note to all of that. Negative. I have a cat. My cat is my child. That's how these bitches be talking. My cat is my child. They got dog. They put the dog in like it's it's getting it's getting a little chilly out. So now the dog got got a little Halloween outfit on. You know what I mean? Bitches put dogs in Halloween outfits, fucking, you know, sweaters and shit. Christmas time is coming. The the dog has the matching sweater. They take pictures together. Motherfuckers are just weird people, dude. I don't I don't get it. Like, I understand loving dogs, but, like, you know, dog didn't ask to be put into a fucking sweater, my nigga. Like, that's abuse. Low key. I'm an advocate for that. That's that's abuse, man. Take that stupid fucking sweater off of that goddamn pit bull. Fuck is wrong with you? And get a gold chain around it. You know what I'm saying? Thug it out. All right? And I've always been transparent with you guys. Uh, I've never been married. Um, I am currently single. I'm uh -huh. dating, Nick. or rather, you know, online dating. Doing that whole Sl online thing. Slut, slut work. A whole lot of dirty work going on by this slut. Suspected. Slooped. All right. Little slewer. Okay. A 304, Okay. A suspected older demographic of promiscuous women, maybe. Which y'all know how I feel about that, but I'm trying. Um, but no, I've never had children. And um, you know, the topic of marriage, especially when you're over 40 and you're a woman, um, is something that can be touchy, I think, for, for many of us. It certainly has been touchy. I'm sure it is touchy. But y'all was all y'all was hands on coming up. It shouldn't be a problem for y'all for it to be touchy. You was touchy and feely at one point, which is why you in the situation you went, huh? You not in the situation you in because you done everything right and guys just did you wrong back to back. But if you let a bitch tell you, she'll throw that, she'll throw that narrative out there. Straight up. She ain't gonna waste time either. She's gonna jump right to that narrative. Well, you know. I didn't have, you know, the best relationship. All right, whatever, bitch. Whatever. Only thing these women got going for themselves, which is actually something 
that is, well, then again, it goes against for them. Um, they can't have children. Now, the guy who says, oh, cool, well, at least she can't have children. I mean, she's she's going to be treated like a, a sperm bank, you know. All types of deposits. Ugh. What the? All types of deposits. And that sperm bank of hers, that little fucking infected slit. <laughs> so, tell you a little bit about my story and also tell you why I think this is really important. Dirty slit. Um, first of all, um, yeah, that, that has to be the most. Let me apologize because that's just that just sounds. First of all, it sounds trifling to call a woman's vagina a dirty slit has to be at large one of the worst things I've said on a podcast. <laughs> that dirty little slit. Ugh. Probably ain't little too. It's probably it probably look like shit look like I don't even wanna I don't even wanna go there. I felt that I already went out of pocket with the comment I just made. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly apologize and uh continue. Like I said, never been married, but I have been engaged. Dirty slip. Um, I was engaged about oh, God. four years or so ago. Very oh. short-lived. Oh, engaged. I ended the engagement. Can, oh, oh, so she was engaged. She ended the engagement. She then again went on to find 0.0. And relationships are anything long-term. She was engaged, which says a lot because she stated that she was not married. But yeah, it's, 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 it's the small things that add up at the end. Trust me. It was absolutely the right thing to do. And I'm happy that I did that. Never look back. Okay. So that is, you know, I was engaged once. Um, I've never had children, but I have frozen my eggs before I turned 40. Um, actually, my parents, it was my parents actually who encouraged me to freeze my eggs. And I. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, that's fucked up. And funny at the same time. Let's just be honest. The thing about children is they become you, right? They become of their environment. Unless they're taught early on by both mother and father the means of civility survival, things of that nature, being a provider, being the protector, being taught those things by the masculine man, the father. And then every now and then getting that, you know, consideration, that caring, kindness, and a more soft approach from the nurturer, caregiver, the mother. Of course, the family dynamics fucked up. So what the fuck do you think is going to happen after that? If things aren't good, <clears throat> like think about it. If if things aren't good from like the foundation, what what can be built on anything with a terrible foundation? Everything's going to collapse. 
That's like our society today. That's like our youth today. There was no proper structure for anything of that child to be built upon. Responsibilities. Rules, regulations, law, respect, authority. Those contexts, those those concepts don't register with him. Right? It doesn't it doesn't make a difference to him. He was never raised or never seen a father, or in some cases even a masculine male role model. Their masculine male role models are on TV. Their masculine male role models is in the streets. Their masculine their masculine male role model is not really doing much. But for what that young impressionable mind sees, he doesn't think. Of course he's young. He's simply a sponge. He's still at that point where he's just absorbing all types of information and anything that's coming his direction. And then eventually he'll act upon everything that he's told, right? Um, This is how politics work, in my opinion. Politics for me was something I didn't give a shit about for the longest. I hated politicians. And to be honest, none of that really changed for me. I still don't really give a shit about politicians, but I feel the issues and the topics are important on a social matter outside of whatever party you 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 decide to align with. Y'all niggas know I'm I'm right wing like a motherfucker. I fuck with Trump. Not just cause he's a Republican. I fuck with Trump because Trump really don't give a shit about these people, man. It's like Trump really out here disrespecting these people in power and these people in position. And I appreciate it because if he wouldn't have done it, I'd I'd have still been doing it. But to have someone on that grand scale like that, it's like you can't question him much moving forward when he's had four years in office already. And his four years in office outside the cough, cough, lockdown situation, that situation was the biggest that was the turning point for them that was their turning point that was their opportunity to place all the blame in the situation that happened on Trump um consider Trump xenophobic is it called xenophobic whatever that shit is where they where it's like you're afraid of of uh, foreigners or some shit whatever they call it I'm black what the they're trying to put everything on Trump And while that was happening, niggas was really waking up. Like 2020 was an important year for me because everything that I believed 2018 to be, it was set in stone 2020. And I knew within the situation that took place and how certain people handled it, I knew who I was voting for going forward. And at first, I wasn't going to be vocal about it because I really don't have a legitimate reason to. But I got, I was able to be more informed and kind of get more of an understanding about something rather than just go off of what other people say and and just go off of that and just put my faith in everything, not in the God, right? 
not into the creator, but in a fellow human being just off of what they say and how they say it. I would rather get both sides of the story than to just judge one side purely from the get go, regardless of how bizarre, how crazy, how absurd it sounds. Because like, as, as people would say, you know, truth is always stranger than fiction. Fiction is actually the most normal scenario. The things that are currently going on, the things that are really going on. You talk about bizarre. I remember being like completely offended by them saying, I was like, what you think I can't find no man? What you think I can't get no man? What you trying to say? I was so offended. I was like, Um, and I literally talked to some of my girlfriends telling them this story. Like, you'll never believe what my parents told me to do. And they were like, oh yeah, I've frozen my eggs. I was like, what, come again? Um, Anyway, long story short. Whole bunch of loser bimbos. Just a whole bunch of losers. You know, this is like, we, we live in an age where... The young guy's fucking up. Oh, they're the Lost Boy generation. Oh, the guy, he sits back and he plays video games. He's a Lost Boy. No, he's minding his fucking business, bitch. The fuck? First of all, y'all be the, wor- y'all be the world's most pathetic group of women. Like, they all have a pack. They just freeze their eggs. They're going to find somebody. Or they'll just go to the sperm bank. And they can be fucking bastard baby creators. And it, 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 it is just a cycle. It's, it's a sickening um, cycle that continues. Repeatedly, it's, it's a cycle that continues. On a video on that. So ladies and gentlemen, for the ladies in your life, take a look at that. Uh, egg freezing is really a thing. And it's an important thing for many of us. Um, and I froze sure my eggs twice uh, before the age of 40. I didn't get a lot of eggs the first time. And then I got more Yikes. the second time. So I do have eggs in the freezer. Um, I pay egg rent every year. Um, but I never had children, etc. So Did she say egg rent? Nah, nigga. Nah, 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 nah. I can't. Nah, hold up. Nah, yo, I'm about to roast this. Yo, I'm no, 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 no. Can't be true. Hold up, hold up. No, what you think I can't get no man? What you trying to say? I'm so offended. I was like, what? Fucking bimbo. Um, and I literally talked to some of my girlfriends, telling them this story, like, you'll never believe what my parents told me to do. And they were like, oh yeah, I've frozen my eggs. I was like, what? Come again? All them Um. Anyway, long story short, I've done a video on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the ladies in your life, take a look at that. Egg freezing is really a thing, and it's an important thing for many of us. Um, and I froze my eggs twice, uh, before the age of forty. I didn't get a lot of eggs the first time, and then I got more the second. Okay. So I do have eggs in the freezer. Um, I pay egg rent every year, um, but I never. <laughs> this bitch, this bitch really. Yo, come on, man. Come on, God, please stop. Please, please. This bitch said egg egg rent. She played. She pays a certain amount of money. It's called egg rent every year for her frozen eggs. I just don't get like life in general to me. It's just it's just too much sometimes, man. I'm not even joking. Like sometimes if you realize like if you've ever been through a tough situation at the time, you just didn't think about it or it didn't register that that was a real tough moment. You kind of just went through it. Right. 
You ever find yourself in a situation where you're just sitting, you're smoking, and you think you think back to those times, and you say to yourself, "How the fuck did I get through that?" You know what I'm saying? What the? You could be going through something now, but because you've already been through shit previously, it ain't that big of a deal. But yeah, it's a fucked up situation, but it's it's always been worse. That's that's how most men are. Do you understand? Men have no see women almost have to act optimistic. Most guys who either have been either have became successful or they're on that sort of they're on they're on that journey in themselves to better themselves, not to necessarily be successful, but to be a better them, right? To be a better self. You find yourself in like those situations. Where sometimes, you know, you're not getting the things that you want at the time that you think you deserve it. But no one determines if you deserve anything or not. Even the air that you breathe. You feel me? So I I try I try to look at things in a sense where even like the people who are optimistic, I'm not an optimistic person, but even though I consider myself to be a realist, I typically tone down from some of the shit that I used to talk about. Because I used to, I, was, I wasn't far, I ain't going to lie, I wasn't far from the black pill. I was not far from the black pill. There was a time, there was a time where I, where I also considered this a uh, sort of a black pill. What did I call it? I like that better though. Uh, th- this is a burgundy pill. This is more of a burgundy pill, right? Because there's there's some harsh realities that could be considered black pill, but it's not with the same outlook. It's the same situation, different outlook. The red pill and the black pill is only different from the reaction and sort of the outlook, right? Like past tense. You feel me? Red pill would be like you gotten out of a bad relationship. Okay. Guy gets out of a bad relationship. The guy's reaction is going to be like, oh, man, this is terrible. I can't believe this woman after all these years. You know how guys are fucking crybaby niggas. You know what I mean? Like I said, R&B, niggas just sharing R&B videos and crying about bitches all day. Like a goddamn fool. You understand? What a mess. What the? What the? But you never see too many women. And the thing is, the reason why is the social selection is different. Most men are socially selective. So with that being said, men will pretty much hang out with barbarians and men will just hang out with with fucking worthless, pathetic bitches as long as they can get something reasonable from it. Now, similar to what Brittany Renner said in the last episode, right? Not in the last episode, in the last video. What the? Um, how she considered herself to be a prize or to be something that a man should see as high, highly valued when the only thing that she has is a high body count 
and probably a high pH level, an imbalanced pH level, probably a yeast infection of some sort. That fucking sick slit. That sick slit of hers. She's dripping in pus. That's nasty. Ooh, just the thought of that. You know? I'm not going to get too vulgar, but like, vaginas are nice. I like how vaginas look. I like vaginas, you know? Like most men, right? Uh, when you think of like guys today, let me just tell y'all women real quick, the psychology, because there is a good percentage of women listening. Men love, like the idea, the idea of two things that are like kind of disturbing for a man, a woman bleeding every month out of her vagina and a woman taking a shit. It's like two of the most just like unholy <laughs> Just like it's a man taking a dump. It's just like a man taking a dump. You know what I mean? It's it's not going to be good. There's nothing good about it coming from that, right? You know, but we're not bleeding out of our dicks. We don't got to deal with that. The women, though, Jesus. Oy vey. Ay, <laughs> nay. Oy vey. Right? What a mess. They want to hang out. They want to. They still want to hang out and do things. It's like she she ain't gonna want to suck dick. She ain't gonna want to do nothing. <laughs> she ain't gonna want to suck dick. She ain't gonna want to give a hand job, dude. She just want to bother you. Y'all men know what I'm talking about. You be in a relationship with the women. Y'all so called close. So she feels she can come. She can come over. Whenever the fuck she want to come over, you would have thought the bitch was living with you. What the? Oh, hell no. You would have thought the bitch was living with you, okay? She tried to bogart. Y'all already know the tactics. Y'all know the, y'all know the strategy. Y'all know the tactics. Bitches is leaving the fucking bra on the side of the bed. She got panties. She she leave panties underneath the underneath the pillow. Like bitches are fucking sick, psychotic, yo. It's a psychotic behavior. Okay, <laughs> psychotic. Like really think about that shit, yo. That's predatory behavior. That's a that's a woman marking her territory. That's pred dude. That's textbook predatory behavior. Thank me later, man. That's that's what it is, man. Those bitches don't play either. Let you be the one that kind of had enough with the relationship and want to move on. Then you really see her tr- her true colors. She'll try to fuck your friend. She'll try to deal with a. Uh, she'll try to deal with another guy right away to try to make you jealous. But then if you fully move on, she's the one that looks foolish at the end. Because then she's with a guy that she really didn't want to be with the whole time, but she was trying to get with him to get back at you. What the? What the? Children, etc. So, so I know a lot of you are probably like, well, why, why, why have you ever never been married? Um, let me first start out by just like real talk. Sloot. You know, I think one of the hardest things about never having been married, being 
over the age of 40, etc. is I've always been afraid of what people think about that. And maybe it's not There's a lot of societal pressure to be married, to have children, especially in certain cultures in certain parts of the world, etc. So that exists. But interestingly enough, my parents never put a lot of pressure on me to get married and, and procreate, have children. In fact, sometimes I wish they put more pressure on me. Maybe I would have made it more a priority, but I don't blame this on them. Basura. Um, I've always been worried no about... No accountability, no accountability, no accountability, no accountability. Y'all heard that? What she pretty much said was, I wish I could blame my parents for it, but I, I can't put them through that. No accountability. Gotta be somebody else's fault. At least she ain't blaming a man, I guess. I guess that's one way of looking at it. I don't know. What the? You know what I mean? But she a mess. She knows she's a mess. Okay? She knows she's a fucking mess. You understand? She's a fucking bozo. And the problem with bozo, bimbo-ass bitches is... G40-something, so that shit ain't cute no more, right? That shit ain't cute no more. So she ain't pulling that off, acting dizzy around men, and still have that youth and beauty to fool a man. Not happening. Now you old. Now you look pathetic. Basura. Let me do it in, in, in Italiano. Disgraziad. Disgraziad. All right? A fucking mess. A disgrace. A, the stigma that I have always felt attached to it. My younger brother is Smart. married with a beautiful wife and a, and, and a beautiful family. And Cute. my brother, I've always looked to for guidance and advice. Uh -huh. I always say, like, he was like the normal one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. A lot of common sense between the two of us. Oh, yeah. And I, I always <laughs> used to. Um, oh, yeah? I don't know. I would talk to him about things. I was always worried about people thinking I was, there must be something wrong with me because I'm unmarried and over the age of 40. I mean, you, okay, let's just be real. You see someone, you're like, why aren't they married? What's wrong with them? What, what, what's their problem? There must be something. She crazy. She crazy. Right? That, oh, yeah. Is that not something that people wonder about or worry about? And, and yes, sometimes. And I'm not putting everybody under the bus, but I'm just saying that is something I have always been worried and bashful about are people gonna think there's something wrong with me and well shoot there might be i don't know but i don't want that <laughs> does that sound like a woman who's stable to you gentlemen does that sound like a woman who is stable to you not that it matters let me just be honest because i'm sure i i'm i'm very out of pocket in this po on this podcast on this platform i thank the lord above that these people still keep me here you know, I'm not trying to get too overboard, but I will say what needs to be said. All right. This cocksucking bitch, right? <laughs> this cum guzzling slut, right? This is all jokes, fun and games. But nah, seriously, this bitch ain't shit. You know that. She 40-something, and she don't got a man, you might as well assume the worst. You see what I mean? Like, it's almost like, it's almost like a terrible catastrophe that takes place. And these, and these people 
never see their families again. They only can expect the worst. They, for them to have, and I and I get it. I know this sounds like fucking morbid and, and out of pocket, but it's a good analogy because think about it. With the way the world is, right? Like when these catastrophes happen, that's why you have all these fucking retarded liberal celebrities, uh, Dwayne Johnson, a former Republican, by the way, he was actually a speaker at an old uh, Republican convention back in like 2003 or four or some shit. Um, <clears throat> goes on with Oprah Winfrey, talks about people needing to donate money to the people suffering in Maui. And you'll immediately ask yourself, in which a lot of people pointed out the scam, the possible scam, because logically they could have at least lied and said, we've donated this much money. All we need is such such and such. They could have at least did that. They didn't. They just assumed that everybody else is doing fine, right? Nobody's dealing with the inflation, right? You don't got problems putting gas in your gas tank, correct? Of course not. You're fine. You know, uh, you don't got to worry about, you know, your lights going out because you're living check to check like most Americans at this point going forward, regardless of what class you're in. If you're a limousine liberal, it might be different for you. If you're a cookie cutter conservative, might be different for you. The people that are amongst the living on a day-to-day basis, uh, a day-to-day basis, you know, the commonwealth, the common, the, the, the common citizens, the blue collar, we all fucked up. We all suffering. You know what I mean? And these people don't have the compassion because they don't have um, the understanding. So you can't have, you can't expect somebody to have compassion for somebody when they know nothing about the situation and they have no relation to the situation. So, any any conversation, even politically, I don't I don't care about like immigration. It's obvious that how I feel about it, but it is what it is. These people, anybody gonna be mad at it, or for anybody to to point at somebody to blame for the situation, don't don't point at the people that want to be in the uh, in the country. Point at these Democrats that allow the shit to happen. Like I said, these niggas are dirty, man. They playing a dirty game, man. They had one homeboy, he he black, he black. One of the one of the blacks at this uh, meeting that they had for the whole government shutdown pulled a fire alarm. Real dirty shit. Like niggas is niggas is bugged out, man. <laughs> Real dirty work, man. Seriously. Real dirty work. And then I said to myself, well, you know, people got locked up for the Capitol building situation and technically wasn't even at the event. They were kind of just brought up and like sort of conspiracy, if you will. Allegedly, I'm not going to stand on this solidly. 
But there were people that were actually locked up for the January 6th situation that technically weren't at the event. Meanwhile, in the building, Congress, in that same building, I don't think it's the same building or in that district, same area. You have a Democrat congressman willing to pull the fire alarm to prevent the Republicans voting for the shutdown of the government. It's a dirty game. You know what I mean? I don't even want to talk about that fucking shit. Shout out Manosphere Highlights highlights Daily. You know what I mean? Check out both videos on YouTube and all that cool shit. But I wanted to continue. I wanted to continue talking about this because it was quite interesting to note that while all the shit was going on January sixth, and the Democrats they sat back with popcorn, snacks, chips, refreshments, and they they were happy because they finally had something that they can link the so-called radical MAGA Republicans to, you know, terrorizing, doing this and that. Now, of course, all they would have to do in return is mention the situations of um, Philadelphia, mention the situations in New York, um, mention the situations in Los Angeles, mention the immigration issues that's going on in Albuquerque, New Mexico, or, um, you know, situations that's going on elsewhere with the whole immigration issue. And my opinion, what they're trying to do, which is, you know, implement a new sort of established based um, Democratic Party that involves them being over uh, technically illegal immigrants that they can make official, that they can have vote for them and pretty much bring socialism to people that already left their area of socialism. It's not it's not as if they're. Some of these people, let me let me bring this up. Some people left the country where the countries that they're from. People from um, um, Albania, for example. Places in Albania have communist regimes. So they rule. It's the dictatorship out there. You feel me? Those people leave, go to New York to live a better life, right? It's, it's just like the American dream where everybody believes. But because they believed it so much and they were trying to escape that mindset, they actually became better people. It's very bizarre if you think about it. They believed in the American dream, so it worked for them. And they're not from America. People that live in America won't understand the American dream because they live in America. It's almost like American dream is like no different than American living, essentially, right? You're an American you you are living a life whether good or bad that other countries would die to have but the country it's the country is failing the economy is failing the president is a fucking idiot the vice president is the worst for for like I said this I said this before I don't I don't hold back or take back anything that I say Kamala Harris has to be the dumbest person in politics that's ever became vice president. The fact that she's a woman, the fact that she's the first woman, let me let me correct myself. Hold up. 
the fact that this bitch is the first woman to be vice president, whether we're talking about the school buses, shenanigans, because the bitch is high. I don't know what's wrong with her. She popping pill. The bitch is high, my nigga. She's high as fuck. She's high. She got to be on some type of drug. And we're not talking basic shit. We're talking like Benny's. This bitch is popping like, I don't know. This bitch on mescaline or something. Something wrong with this bitch. And I said this shit in the very beginning. And it's funny because a lot of people just don't mention her. Because that's an outright embarrassment for the country. Somebody like Joe Biden, it's like, yo, this guy's a bum. So it's like, some people feel bad for him. You know what I'm saying? But he's a bum. And he doesn't have, like, really... He doesn't have much of a standing moving forward. It's almost like the more he's walking, the the deeper the deeper he's sinking. It's like he's in quicksand right now. And Donald Trump has Tony Hawk moon physics on. He's like light years ahead of him, light years over him in many ways than one. And the problem is with the votes coming in, what 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 I'm what I'm pretty much assuming is because you go from eight percent to nearly twenty percent as black uh uh what was it eight percent was it eight percent yeah eight percent to twenty percent eight percent of the black vote for Trump was in twenty sixteen and in twenty twenty I think it became twenty percent. If Trump's black vote goes up to 35, you can pretty much call it a done deal. Within the voter demographic. Because the black vote has always been important at the end. Never in the beginning have we seen such a turn for a particular Republican president from blacks. People tend to forget how historical that actually is throughout history. We haven't seen a more conservative wave. Well, I've never seen it because I wasn't alive then, but from my history of knowing, um, 20s, 30s were the last time you've seen black conservatives. Now we're in 2020s and there's an uprising of black conservatives. That's crazy. I thought about this actually three or four days ago, but the thought left my mind, right? And how 1920, 1930, there was a huge sort of like, historically, just a huge uprising of black conservative families, two-parent households, father going to work, mother taking care of the children, taking care of the house, making sure everything was just smooth sailing. Everything was great. Families were together. We're talking black families back in the Jim Crow, back in all those days, back in those eras, black families stayed together. Black man wasn't getting locked up for dumb shit. Black woman wasn't getting the black man locked up for child support. But y'all ain't hearing me, though. That's fine. But the reality of it is, all that shit changed drastically and it was set it was set by the democrat it was set by the democratic party to bring these welfare programs and to bring um section 8 later on and all these other things in return 
the black man had to be out of sight. Couldn't be around. And these women, they signed up for it, man. It is what it is. They signed up. I don't, I'm not mad at them for it because I wasn't alive during that time. And I don't deal with these funky ass bitches. Respectfully. So I look at it as they became the opportunists that they always were. Women are the opportunists more so than the man. The man's more optimistic to his own detriment. The women are ultimately the opportunists where if they can take advantage. Because remember, the reputation of a woman, she can be abusive, but. People won't believe you if you tell people that she's the one abusive, hitting you, throwing shit at you. It will be hard to get people to believe you. If she goes out and says that you hit her, oh, somebody's going to believe it and somebody's going to call the police. I know situations like that that happened. I wouldn't say not too long ago, but this was a minute ago. But still, I know a situation similar to what I'm talking about that actually happened. You feel me? I wasn't involved with it. Thank God. None of my friends were involved with it. But someone that I knew of was. Falsely accused. The thing that worked out for him was the fact that he had solid friends with him. Because while the situation supposedly happened, it was in a public... It was in a public area where the friends that were with him can literally attest the fact that they were with him the entire time. Nothing happened. She didn't she he didn't do nothing to her. Everybody saw it and that's kind of what it became. But I remember the guy after that, he was kind of like fucked up at the end of that because he went through a lot of shit, man. You know, he had to go to court over that. He had to pay the, the, the fees and the all for bullshit. That later on was proven to be BS. She was cooking up a bunch of bullshit and she never got in trouble for it. But that's what women talk about when they when they mention equality, I guess. Fucking tramps. Y'all want to mention equality. But when these situations occur, all of a sudden, they want special treatment. You know, realistically, you lied on a man, got a man locked up, or in some cases, worse, you get a man locked up over over a crime, over some terrible allegation, terrible false accusations that he had to deal with in prison. Only to find out you made shit up. And when you get caught or when you tell the judge or you tell whoever is involved, you tell the police that it was all made up. They don't put you in handcuffs. Why is it that men can't sue directly after that? Like if I was if I was falsely accused and I was locked up for two years and if I got out, I would pretty much try to destroy her life. Worse, worse, if she admitted to it after I already did two years, I would definitely try to destroy her life. 
Not in a physical way, but I'm going to try to get her for everything that she has. Legally. I'm going to try to get this heifer. I'm going to try to get this bitch for everything that she got. With a smile on my face, man. Because they're wicked. They don't give two fucks about it either. They're wicked. They're despicable. They're disgraceful. And when... When you're on their good side, they give you special treatment, right? You have women. Like, I have women. I have women back when I wasn't driving. I didn't drive until later on in life. I think I was like 20 when I got my uh, driver's license. What the? Yep. 20 years old when I got my driver's license. But I used to deal with chicks. I like that term, chicks. I used to deal with chicks, right? Broads. They had their own car and shit. It is one, this one Italian bitch I was dealing with for a little bit. She used to, uh, she used to, she used to pick me up and, uh, we would go to like, we would go to like her parents' house at the time because they were never home, you know, have our fun. And, you know, she would always tell me like, you know, and she it's like, it's like when I'm young, when I'm younger at the time, I'm not, I'm not putting two and two together. So it's funny I mentioned it now. But she would always try to reassure me that she wouldn't do this with all the guys that she likes and this and that. And it was such even even at that time, not even fully knowing what was taking place. I already sensed the BS. I'm like, yeah, this bitch, this bitch is a fucking at that time, a jump off. That's what that's what we used to say back in the day. Shout out to Joe Buttons. Jump off. We used to call women jump offs back in the day. Isn't that something? <laughs> Isn't that something? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we used to call them jump offs. But the point I'm making was she was used to her tactics, meaning she was used to telling that to multiple guys. Looking back at it today, that's what it was. And this was when I was uh, 18, 19 myself, okay? So she used that tactic with every guy that she just hooked up with. And I knew it because of how it's almost like you ever see like a bad movie or just like a bad TV show where people just can't act? It's as if either they say things in a distorted way or they're saying things two by the book. They're saying things line for line and it's as if they're reading for something while acting. Similar. And it was just like, I almost felt offended not offended because I already smashed. I felt offended that this wasn't established from the beginning. Meaning, like, realistically, even if she was that woman, 
she wouldn't have to say it. I would have already figured it out. But because of how she was sexually, I already knew, like, yeah, this woman got some experience. Not a bad thing, but also I just I just didn't appreciate the cap, the BS. About not doing this with you know how women are. They try to they use that they use their way of words to manipulate you. It's like just bitches spitting webs, just getting men caught up. Damn, that's deep. That's based. Fuck, that's based. Just off the top. Anyway, it's 822. I'm getting ready to wrap things up soon. Just wanted to give y'all a quick warning. Um, we're already close to an hour and 45 minutes. We try to go through two videos. It's just the same bullshit. I'm going to go back to politics. <laughs> That's how... That, that sounds that sounds fair to me. I think I'm just going to go back to politics for the time being. There's a lot of things happening. A lot of things taking place. A lot of shenanigans. A lot of fuckery. I may have to go back into the Sky News catalog. Use a couple of clips from them. Fair use. Shout out to Sky News Australia. Check out Doc Rich as usual. Check out Benny Johnson as usual. Haven't listened to uh, Kendall Kendall Reacts in quite some time, so I might have to go back to Kendall Reacts. He black! You know what I'm saying? Leave, leave the red pill aside for a little bit. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about this whole manosphere shit like that in a sense that if a guy says the manosphere is, is retarded, I'm not going to be like, no, man, the manosphere is about. The no, I don't give a shit. That's what's up. I think feminism is a fucking it's it's a cancer that is beyond curable, operable. Is it operable? Gotta be. I'm black. So forgive me. It's not curable. You can't operate on it. It's, it's already spreading. These people, they sit back. It's like they just allow fuckery and bullshit to just happen on a day-to-day basis. And then when things get just outrageously out of control, listen to the nightlight. I just wanted to pull the window down. Crickets and shit. But anyway, it gets to a point where they believe that all the shit that they do can just be excused. And it's not just... One guy that excuses it at the right time, it's every guy that has to excuse her bad behavior. Men can't fuck up. Men can't slack. Like I said, we're judged based on our performance. I think acknowledging the judgment is more efficient than being affected by the judgment. As a man... If you working to provide for yourself and a bitch ain't comfortable or a bitch don't like whatever position you're in and what you're doing, leave that bitch aside. Bitch ain't shit. Bitches are women are dictators. Do you ever did you ever realize that like women are like low key dictators? They they withhold shit from um, they withhold shit from men. Unless they do certain things. Sexless marriages. These guys complain they've been married for five years. They get sex like 
three times a year. Absolutely embarrassing, disgusting, despicable, downright treacherous. And since 70 to 80% of women file for divorce, they're already planning their escape route. The guy is just fucking regretting and just saying to himself, why did he waste the time that he wasted with a woman that really didn't give a fuck about him to begin with? Or what these women say, they fall out of love. All this type of stupid Hallmark bullshit. A bitch just wasted a nigga's time. That's what really happened, okay? Bitches are perpetual time wasters. They are fucking criminally insane um, time bandits. They steal time. They will steal your time away. All the good times you have, you ain't going to think about that shit at the end of the day. That's not how relationships work. Because if relationships were based on the good times, you'll still be with the woman. And the woman wouldn't give a shit about the bad times because she remembers the good times that y'all once had. But we all know that that shit don't happen. <laughs> okay. That's just... I know, like I said, this is burgundy pill. I'm going back to my burgundy pill days. Dropping burgundy pills left and right. You know, a little too dark for the red pillars. A little too red, a little too hopeful for the black pillars, right? Just right right in between, smack dab in the middle, right? It's like self-development and just pure red pill realization of what's going on around you. As I get older, I truly become wiser. And I don't and I don't say this to sound like I'm intelligent, because it has nothing to do with intelligence. It really doesn't. People who consider themselves intelligent or like intellectual people are some of the worst people to be around. I've been around enough of them. I've debated these people. I've had outright arguments with people because they would be wrong about something, but because they feel a certain way, they don't want to acknowledge it. And then me, I'm a piece of shit. I'm an asshole. So I'll antagonize them by bringing up the facts. And mentioning it to him, I'll read. I'll read the exact article. Then I let them stew in their anger, but I also remind them that what I say is truthful, and what they feel doesn't mean shit in terms of a debate, of an argument, or even a fight. Most men who act this way, they act in an emotional way. So they don't have genuine thought. And what I mean by genuine thought, I mean thought that equals non-emotional reactions. Meaning you think I got to get something to eat. Okay. Rational, right? Or you wake up, I got to take a shower. Rational versus thinking, uh, what does this person think of me? Or how is this woman going to view me if I wear this? Or if I dress like that? Or if I talk this way? That's some hoe shit. That's bitch shit. That's how bitches, bitches live in that emotional roller coaster. And they got to think like that. For them to be able to pull and attract a man, because for them, their burden is appearance. And their appearance goes along with their looks as well as their actions and the way they present themselves. Right. This is just like all out Monday night, raw, real red pill, vintage, classic, burgundy edition. 
And as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. It's 8.30 or 8.29, about to be 8.30 on the dot. Um, Hour and 51 minutes of pure fire. But until next time, I'm signing out. Peace.